get the Pinot ready, because it's turd time. Life isn't all reality TV, but it should be. Everyone calls me Odie, like the dog on Garfield. The only difference is, I actually talk, and I'm not quite as stupid. Welcome to Bravo and Beer. This is good host. Do I have a hot? No, this is host. Yeah, I was gonna say, do I have a hot water story for you? Yes. Well, let's. All right, we're gonna stop. Ready? Okay. Wait, hold on. We have two hot water heater stories. You can't two hot water stories. All right, here we go. All right, welcome to Bravo and Beer. We started bantering, but it was so good, such intensely hot conversation that we had to wait and bring it back. So, Rico, should we start with your hot water story? I mean, why wouldn't we? Okay, clearly. Uh, this was like two months ago. I thought I told Rico, you. Rico, get close to your uh, microphone. Or it's or your microphone's not ah. on. One or the other. It's on. Okay, so you're just not close enough Can to you? it. There you go. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So I think I told you this, but like two months ago, I was um, going to do a dish. And like the water is really low. I'm like, oh, that's weird. So I'm like, I should check the, the bathroom. See if that's low. Really low. That's weird. Go outside. I'm like, is anyone working on the fire hydrants? Are they like flushing them? No. Then I go down to my, I'm like, hear a rumbling sound in my basement. I'm like, huh, that doesn't sound good. Go downstairs and the hot water heater had just like completely eroded (laughs) at the bottom. Water's (laughs) gushing everywhere. You did not tell us this. I I, I feel like like I've heard this story. I'm not going to lie, but. Every hot water heater story is the same, so I, I don't know. <laughs> Are they so, – it's, well, it's a racist statement against water heaters, but okay. You ready to Joe Biden to water heaters? Pretty much. Yeah, I'll, I'll end it there. I had to get a new hot water. We don't need that it. That was not a good long, story. Quite a, well, it cost me $1,200 or Well, something. that part gives me joy. Hot water. And on that note, make sure <laughs> to share you. the show with your friends so Rico <laughs> can buy all the hot water heaters that he and his family need. So, yeah, but I, I'm getting – I'm getting AC put in tomorrow finally, but I go like, so it's like 5,000 bucks, which is great, especially in this uh, economy. But then I'm going to do dishes or I'm I'm going to fill my baby's bathtub water. And I'm like, why is this not hot? It's like lukewarm water coming out. It's been running for like five minutes. Like what the fuck is going on with this goddamn water? So I try every faucet, no hot water. It's all like lukewarm. I don't know if it's the water heater. I was right. Like the AC guys were here checking the outlets. I'm like, did they turn off the electricity to the water heater? No. All the breakers are on. It's a gas heater anyway. I can't figure out what's wrong with it. I'm trying to light the pilot. I'm trying to see if the pilot's on. I'm banging on it. Somebody's banging from the inside. Some fucking mer person in there. I don't know what to do. So long story short, my hot water's not working, and I don't know what to do about it. Caller, we'll take caller number one. Right. Well, as I was saying, I, as I was saying in the pre-show, pre-pre-show chat that you can't hear, so I'll repeat it here. The key to uh, you know keeping the wife off your back and maybe you know lengthening out the time you need the hot water, you just got to do the cold showers. It's the Wim Hof method. It's like doing a cold plunge, but in the shower. It's good for your health, good for your skin, good for everything. Everybody well, wins. I do like a woman. Except with for the baby, nipples. the baby will not win there. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what everybody like. Is that does Dr. Spock provide that uh, information? Just dunk your baby in ice cold water and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, the baby would not like that. 
Yeah. Uh, you know what I was going to say at the beginning of the show? I was going to uh, commend us on not having boring kind of pre-show banter. But I think we just uh, refuted that point because hot water heater talk is not good. What I will say is <laughs> I listened to the show last week Why? after the show and I caught an error. No, it was fucked. Oh, yeah. Can I just, you know, actually, let's get our Bravo beer bongs ready as I apologize to our audience. I've actually uh, been been going through the mounds of hate mail we've received over the uh, the awful edit job that Brian did. So, and he's not here to defend himself, so we'll just blame it all on Brian. I knew that's why you'd say it. I heard it, though. I heard it. No, it's because here's what happened. So last week was fucked up to the extreme in that. Uh, and I apologize to all of you that downloaded the app. I, I went back and tried to fix it. And it was still fucked up. I honestly don't know what happened. So my power went out. And in the middle of the show, my power went out, right? So I'm using, I first, I try to use a mix of like the first before the power went out banter and then the combo of the after I got back banter. But what ended up happening is when I got back, the file had us going, okay, and we're back, which indicates that we would be back. And it was after the power cut out. So I used that file, pop it in there, listen for a little bit, and then realize after Rico brings it to my awareness that it repeats itself, even though it had the first part of what we started after the power outage. And it just was, it was one of those maddening, ridiculous. I, I actually like the intro, how we just like you're in mid conversation. I, I do. That's what, well, Rico, well, clearly, that's, that's how we typically start. Time. Rico, for the first time, listen, literally that's, how you know, that's how we start every episode, except this episode, by the way, Rico. Well, then cut out all this boring hot water. You want me to cut out that vital? Away. Now, see, now if I cut it out, I had one of our listeners complain because the weather talk was cut out. I don't believe that. No, nope, it's I can all. show you. I can show you the comments oh. where he goes. I was I, listening. Well, where is the weather talk? Because I had to edit that. Episode. And that should be a running theme. It could be like, where's the hot water heater? Well, talk? that'll be our shit. We just figured out what our Patreon bonus content is. Yeah. Did you like not hearing <laughs> or did you miss hearing about the hot water talk? Did you, did you since wonder what we talk about, about hot water heaters and weather before? Since we've taken it? so much time with hot water heaters, I'll save my chipmunk story for next week. So oh, it's just a, that's wow. a teaser. That's a teaser for you. Can we just take a bet right now on how many you ate and then we can figure it out next week and see who's closest. <laughs> What's the over under? I say seven. Oh God. <laughs> they live in his hair. That was the punchline. <laughs> I would well, not be like my hair. All right. So I uh, tapped out on the beer bong. I am just going to do a chug from a cup because I was sick of drinking out of a moldy. Well, beer you're bong. an imbecile. How do you not wash your beer bong out? You fucking I idiot. Do. I well, do. How do you wash it it's out? In the, how do you wash it's it It's in the middle of the tube. Hmm. How Rico, do I, I pour water down Okay. There? Do you use hot water, boiling water perhaps? Or do you use cold no. water? Okay. So you're a fucking imbecile. I wash it out with my own <laughs> boiling water. How would you guys wash your beer bong? Get a teapot and boil some have you, water. Have, have you guys been just spitting down your beer bong hole like I have to rinse it after you're done? 
<laughs> I've been urinating in it. Actually, urine would be more clean than what you're doing because urine is probably, probably. Not, idiot, Rico. That, that's a tip for next week. For now, I'm going to use one of our beer, beer pong cup or one of my beer pong. You could always send away pong? to China for one of these. Look how big that beer pong cup is. We were playing beer pong in the the dark days the of COVID. Exact same height. Look how big that is. It's like Rico just has tiny hands. He has little giant's cup. It's like a Six Flags Great Adventure fucking cup over there, you cheater. All right. That's what you want right. to believe? Let's, let's do this. Let's do All it. right, here we go. I'm the only one doing a legitimate Bravo beer bunk, by the way. Elders don't even count. Oh, boy. Uh, I hurt my esophagus. Uh, yeah, there's that no one, difference that to doing it out of a bong or a cup. Yes, so there is. So I just wanted there's to point out that I, I got smart. The water was spraying up, or the beer was spraying out of the bottom of this contraption, whatever it is. So I had a cup underneath it. and I noticed. It looks like my beer pong yeah, cup. Similar. Now, a cheater's huge cup. Well, who won the most games by well, far? Well, who won, who, who who won the... Uh, the uh, competition as soon as he changed his terrible Costco cups and then you two refused to play ever again. Well, so the thing that happened is the weather turned nice and I didn't want to be sitting inside talking to you ass. And uh, to the much to the chagrin of everyone else living in Cleveland, you started going outside. Terrible. People love me. Yeah. I'm sure they love seeing a pumpkin headed fucking albino <laughs> fuck like you walking around the street. Rico walks, walks in the bar, dances his way in. People just throw money at him. Showered. Shower dance my way into every. <laughs> you look like you look like a I blonde shemp right now from the Three Studios with that fucking haircut. Oh, thanks, pal. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> How dare you, as a bald man, comment on anyone's hair? I can do whatever I if want. Anybody with this knows? Hair. I can have whatever hairstyle I now, want. What can you? If do? anybody knows what, what people are, do? what people should be ashamed of what they're doing with their hair, it's a bald man. You don't think I obsess over other people's hair? I know what people need to be doing because I don't have it. It's like a man. It's it's like a man with no dick a, a looking at giant cocks on the internet. Also, that happens Rico, all the time. Well, Rico also does that. <laughs> all righty. <laughs> all right. Welcome well. to Bravo and Beer. We already did the Bravo Beer Bong. Uh, welcome again. What are we going to start off with, by the way, uh, this week? Rico, you choose. So I'm just I'm going to start off with Darcy and Stacy because I did not watch it. I'm Checked oh. out. So well, we can here's that out here's the, the good news, by the way. So I thought that these uh, these seasons went a lot longer. We are already, by the way. I think next episode is the final. They said mid season finale for the other way. So mid season finale. So what does that halfway mean? Halfway done. I don't know. It means they're taking a break. I think, or I don't know what's going on there. COVID. But maybe COVID happened. So they maybe stopped. COVID stopped them from filming. So it's the mid season finale. So we're gonna have to find something else to watch. So Darcy and Stacy can slot right in pretty smoothly, smoother than the smoother than the silicon faces of those two little goblin whores. Yeah, I don't know. See, my problem with the spinoff shows is I think they're too staged. Well, you they know? are, and they're not. Like I, I watched Darcy and Stacy. Right, I didn't take notes on it because I, I haven't seen the second episode. I just watched the first one. It's just honestly, it's funny because they're. So small, like literally, they are five foot two. If they're an inch, they stand in front of their bathroom sink at the mirror, and their heads come just above the bottom of the mirror. 
Yeah. They're, and they have to wear high heels everywhere they Oh, go. yeah. And this chick, so let, let me tell you where we're at in this episode. So, you know, they've both dated and lost before. They only seem to date young foreign men because they're idiots and think that it's going to work out and be true love every time. So the current chick, uh, Stacy, Darcy's, of course, still loveless and bitter. She's the one from 90 Day Fiance. Her sibling, Stacy, is also dating a guy from, uh, I think, Italy, who is... No, it's it's like uh, Bosnia. Bosnia, okay, whatever it is. Bosnia, whatever. It Italy, Bosnia. I mean, come on. It's, it's basically cool the same country, country. like Italy. Italy, come where on. Bitcoin was created, I believe is where he's from. <laughs> so anyway, she's dating, met this guy who's like 24. She is 40 if she's a day, probably 45. He's 24. He's got model, like male model looks. He lives with his parents, and she even says this. He's never worked a day in his life, never had a job, lives with his parents, literally lives a life of fucking chicks and living at home. And she's like, but he loves me. And in this last episode, these photos come out that Darcy finds of him posing in bed with a chick that, by the way, looks exactly like Stacy, but brunette and 20 years younger. <laughs> wearing lingerie wearing lingerie nothing, she just came up to me wanting to take pictures. yes you Let's saw this okay. episode too rico yeah well that was that was that was the, that first, was the first episode i know i didn't have time to watch the second episode all right well i guess we can get into it more if Odie wants to watch it and uh well i mean whatever uh 90 day is we have some time it's to burn before be 90 the day before the bradshaw bunch starts in uh mid-september oh god <laughs> I would watch it. I feel like I know everything about Terry Bradshaw already. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. Over Can't and wait. Over and Look, over if and you over. just if you sniff enough glue, you basically become T Terry Bradshaw, and you don't have you don't have to watch the show. You are Terry Bradshaw. Well, well I, okay. Is there anything else you want to say about? He's he's not smart. He's not. Fun, smart. <laughs> well, there was one funny thing about Darcy and Stacy, kind of unintentionally funny. Oh, I guess the whole show is supposed to be unintentionally funny. <laughs> but um, where the dad was visiting from China, and it's clearly probably when they're filming early January or something, they're like, yeah, yeah he's just going to be with us for a little while. Uh, there's this Some virus sort of going COVID around in China, thing. so he can't exactly go back right now. It's like, hmm, he's probably still there. <laughs> Eight months later. <laughs> <laughs> still hanging out with Darcy and Stacey. Yep going insane oh, because it's like these are my daughters. one more thing about the first episode they were talking about like that you know they've got daughters or at least uh darcy has two daughters and they're talking about something online some singing and of course naturally goes every reality star has to have a stupid song that they did darcy's like we have a song do you guys want to listen to it oh, and they played their fucking song for the two girls the one girl is literally looking at her phone and pays zero attention the other girl rolls her eyes <laughs> and then they cut to the video the music video on the screen and it looks like a karaoke video made by uh an iranian national like yeah like yeah that was great <laughs> her her daughters are actually pretty funny because they're clearly a hundred times smarter than their mother uh, well how could you not and be that's like i know and and they just are like so resigned to the fact that she's an idiot <laughs> It's like, oh, you you got a new guy, huh? Oh, this is gonna work out wonderful. Well, it's like I yeah. so like and they're like 12, 13. Oh yeah, they I clearly I clearly light years ahead. But it's funny, it's like reminds <laughs> me of uh so my cousins have like seven kids in their family, and the majority of them are very smart and intelligent, and then they have one, the last one that came out of the seven, 
which reminds me of Darcy and Stacy. And my uh, my cousin Brian, who's flamboyantly gay and hilarious, he's like, "Oh yeah, we call him Slow Egg because he was th- he had a tough time getting out of the womb." <laughs> And he is oh, gay people can be wow. he is very but he is very dumb. I mean, I'm shit you not. Like this kid is like he works for the TSA. What more do I need to sell you? What more do I need to say? Well, we lost the TSA uh, audience. Great well, job. Well, there goes the TSA audience. Well, there is no more TSA, luckily, because no one flies anymore. Yeah, exactly. So. We lost the bus. Now we we'll lost be the telling uh, our the kids about driving. airplanes. I used to fly in the sky <laughs> in a box with wings where on. are our goddamn transporters i sh- fucking been promised something better teleportation right. yeah i've been saying that for yeah, years why are we wasting our time on going to the moon and all this bullshit teleport come on or just zip lines all right so uh are we done with darcy and stacy yeah now? done yes. with darcy and stacy which i'm sure Odie didn't watch all right. at all. did not no nope. uh, i kind of want to get potomac out of the way did Odie watch this yes i did what? I did watch it. It was not very right. good. Uh, yeah, I didn't really like it either. It wasn't much happening, um, but... Yeah, was... It seemed like it was a very staged episode uh, also. I don't know what Brian's doing. He's talking my to... Wife is, my wife is informing she's leaving me for Bristol Farms. Bristol is that a, a it's, store? It's a, or? it's a store out here, and I told her to get me a breakfast burrito for tomorrow morning. Although I doubt they probably... They probably don't have pre-made breakfast burritos. <laughs> A heated up breakfast burrito from the day before. Sounds wonderful. Sounds better than what I would make myself. Now she's, that's my wife and my dog in the background. I don't think, I think everyone uh, here knows Sandy. I don't think anyone else is seeing the video, so it doesn't matter. Real quick to the Broadway Bureau audience. I talk about you all the time. Just do a quick hello. No, it's not, the video's not live. You have to talk in the microphone. Hello. No, closer. You know, like, you know, like. Hello, Broadway Bureau. Thank you. My wife. You've made it. You've made it. think she exists, but she does exist. Okay. Oh, cookies. I don't think they have them. Anyway, just get me something for breakfast if you would. Thank you. you. (laughs) Get out of here, Tuts. Now she Setting setting the women's right movement back generations, Brian McWilliams. Not only did she interrupt the podcast, but she also left a, a fly in the room, which is huge. And it's going to bug me, and my dog's going to try to catch the fly and probably bite me in the back of the neck during this podcast. Flies are the worst. I, I think they're we can all right, agree on that. The worst. The I know worst what they ever. do. Flies are the worst. I know they help Next hard-hitting topic. <laughs> I'm going to get a t-shirt that says flies are the worst. Everyone's going <laughs> to look at it and be like, start a podcast? this guy, this guy is right. We're barking at the wrong tree. We started this podcast thinking there's a male audience out there watching Bravo and Beer, but we should have started a podcast called Flies are the Worst because everybody hates <laughs> flies. Well, that'll well, wrap that'll this be after up. Our Steamboat <laughs> Willie podcast. Steamboat mm. Willie still eight still users. Still my favorite podcast. Eight to listeners strong. Okay, so getting into it, what are we talking about? Bra- below deck, or we wanted deck? to do. Uh, I, I think below oh, deck was I, the was it the best? I don't know. It's a hard. I, it's usually the best. It's usually the, the best. I thought that. Um, I don't know. I thought I, they were okay. I thought Potomac was kind of yeah. So we could maybe do that first because let's that was do like, Potomac man. then. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. So my notes, when I did take notes, I did too. I did too. Cause like, I'm too tired to remember what the fuck's going on. Was boring episode. <laughs> so that was my very first. I note. have six notes. Um, my second note is Karen's staged party. Yes, because it's clearly a party staged 
for reality. Can we talk, wait, can we talk about before the, the party, the, the singing um, invite thing, whatever the hell that was? Wait, before we talk about that, <laughs> can we talk about Someone. the fact, the best thing about Karen's party before any of this, and she's talking about it. She's talking it up. She's like, you know what? Having this party is going to bring me and my husband, Ray, back together. Because, you know, having a big, stupid, fucking masturbatory party for a bunch of assholes he doesn't care about, that's just going to revitalize your relationship. Yeah. You hear her, what was saying? Ray you thinking? Hear her saying that? So what's, yeah. what's, the back, what's the back story between them? Karen she and Ray? a rich guy. <laughs> At like the 20 end. years ago yeah like i think they said in the first episode she's what in her fifth late hey 50s? update my dog caught the fly good job good boy hank wow he's oh, eating yeah. it look he's eating it right now <laughs> he was on the couch i looked back and he's climbing back up on the couch and then he's like hop, hop, no no good boy <laughs> good boy hank tell us <laughs> so i think karen married was it ray, ray. i think um, when she was in probably her late thirties and he was in his late fifties and people are like, Oh, what's going to happen in 20 years? And she's like, ah, who worries she's about like, that? Be, now it's 20 years later. Spending his money. <laughs> and Ray does not give a fuck about her. And I guarantee the whole party, he was only thinking about how much money this cost. Oh, totally. That's the thing. It's like, I, I, I took some notes of this shit. It's like uh, the most self-centered bullshit parties. And the rationale, I mean, literally, she said this line, this party has to be big, the best party so that Ray and I can reconnect. And you look at Ray and like, who's it, Giselle or one of the other girls? She's like, she's like, Ray said the party. He's like, why are we having this party? He has no idea what it's <laughs> for. He doesn't know what's fucking happening. He's been, he's played no part. At one point, they're like, why is there only K's on the wine bottle uh, toppers during this party instead of like, Whatever Ray's last initial was, I think is an H. And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. She pe- she planned it. It's her party. I don't care. It's- yeah. And then he's like walking up the stairs. It's probably like eight o'clock. He's like, mm, yeah, I've had enough. I'm going to check out. Yeah. Weaves goes up to the back. I just love the, the narrative that Karen's pretending that somehow, right? If you're going to save your marriage, guys, you know. If you're going to save your marriage, you throw a huge party with a ton of people and don't talk to your husband during it. And to throw that party, the only way to throw a party, the only way to send out an invitation is to call a a creepy, weird-looking, I don't know, circus person. Singing telegram. To do a singing telegram. Basically a white white circus monkey. Basically. Basically. (laughs) He was tall, uh, though. Six-foot-tall white circus monkey. He was dedicated. It seemed like he was taking the criticism well in the whole thing. I, I mean, he's probably at the end of his rope, but it's, that's that actually kind of cracked me up. Where he was in there, he's like, "Ha ha, ha ha, welcome!" And he, had Karen, judging him, it's like, just let him sing it one time and let it be done. Enough poor, embarrassing the guy on national television. Well, the poor guy's probably thinking, "This is my big break. I'm going to be on Bravo. Everyone's going to know me." And then, and Bravo you know. and beer. Yes, and we're talking about him, so maybe he did make it. He's our uh, he's, he's our only he, patron. <laughs> he was the guy asking about the weather last week, <laughs> and now he's like, "I'm talking about the weather again." What did I miss? He's like, "I am hard as a rock. I have three sheets to the wind right now. You can sail a boat on my dick." Oh, he's with uh-huh. the dick jokes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, 
So then there was a couple good one-liners, I, but I then I didn't feel like rewinding to actually get the exact substance of the Like a true professional. Yeah. So there was one at the beginning of the show. I think it was probably Candace talking about Ashley, maybe. And she was like, she's got like that pussy on a pole or something. What? I didn't miss that. You guys that. remember that one? I, I didn't miss that, that completely. Yeah. She was definitely said pussy on a something. But uh, like how she's going to snap back after pregnancy. <laughs> she's looking well, good I, again. I love that. I really like that they got together to like, uh, oh, wait, where's the fly still here? He missed it. God damn it. I knew he didn't catch that. Fly. What was he chewing on then? He probably bit his own tongue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I like that <laughs> Candace is like talking to Ashley good. and trying to apologize. And she's like, you know, I said, and she said something like they highlighted it. It's like these horrible things. She's like, you're a fucking cockroach. You're a, you know, get on the pole, you, mm-hmm. you slut ass whore or whatever. And she's like, if I had known that you were in labor at the time, <laughs> I wouldn't have said it. <laughs> it's like, oh, any best. other time is totally cool. <laughs> no, yeah. When you were in labor, that's different. She's going to, what do you think? Oh, I, okay. Well, that's okay then. I, okay. Then, then all water under the, under the bridge. <laughs> water, broken water she under the bridge. Ashley to, she wants Ashley to apologize to her too, but I'm What's yet this? to see what Ashley did wrong. What, what did Ashley do? She's like, well, I did have my baby during that. Mm. <laughs> uh, I guess it takes so, two to ten. So, go, so huh? sorry, so sorry. Also, I, I tweeted. I was talking about last show, the chick, and I can't remember which what's her, what her goddamn name is because it went past it. And like a true professional, I am. I didn't rewind it to see. But the new girl that replaced Sharice that I said laughed like Wendy? a psychopath, Wendy. Yeah, she did it again. Wendy. Right, you saw that. She literally laughs. Yes. Her her eyes and face. And emotions like this, she's dead behind the eyes. <laughs> she literally nothing moves. She's like a psychopath. She's just like, ah, 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 ah. it's. I don't even know what she was. She was talking about like her kids or something. That's a lot of work done. I would assume happening there. The face not moving with the laughter. I don't know what else it could be. Dude, I don't know. It's terrifying. But the eyes don't move. Like at laughter's in the eyes, right? Her eyes don't move. Her neck doesn't move. Like, how could you laugh? Is ha, laughter ha, ha, in the ha. eyes? Is, is it really? Yeah, in the eyes man. Like a joy and laughter's in the eyes. Like you crinkle up. <laughs> your la- your eyes crinkle up. Yeah. It's not just opening your mouth and emitting a sound. She laughs like an animatronic robot at Disneyland. It's it's maybe she's a robot conspiracy. Well, and also I can't. I honestly hate her so much. Like, did you catch she's sitting down? Um, she was sitting down at like what she laughed in the, the psychopath moment. I can't remember who she was sitting in the park with, but she's like, oh, Ashley. It was with Ashley. And Ashley made a comment about it where she's like, well, you know, I have four degrees and I like to line them up. And it's like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Yeah, she does like that. I was trying to slow down to see where the degrees were. From. I did too. I could, it, it was, was moving it too, was too fast. blurry. It was too blurry. <laughs> But it's like, yeah, and even Ashley's like, okay, you have four degrees. It's like, do you need, every time you sit down with somebody, like every time when I sit down, am I like, hello, I have a degree in English from the university, or the, I always say university, from Penn State University, main campus, and people are like, I don't care. Like, well, 
Okay. What does four degrees really mean at some Other point? Than like, it just means like you just kept going. To means you've wasted exactly. a lot of fucking money. Like, a lot of yeah. money. How much yeah. are you using like, each of after them? After a while, we could all do that, but some of us want to work and have a well, job and have and, other. And what are the degrees interests. in? It's like, I can't remember what cartoon it was. It's like, I have degrees in murderonomy and murderology. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are these fucking four degrees? You're not that old. You raise kids. Like, what are these bullshit degrees in that you got? And why do you feel if you got these degrees, you probably shouldn't need to feel that you have to tell people about yeah. them? all the time in addition yeah. to being a political commentator and a whatever and a whatever it's like god how insecure can you be with all of these things you've accomplished yeah do you know a lot of doctors that say i have two degrees <laughs> not too many i was like yeah i'm a fucking a lot of people go to college my, none, of my, none of my doctors have any degrees so i couldn't help noticing that this podcast has hundreds of listeners yet we only have 12 five-star reviews. You know what would be awesome? Honestly. If you could go to iTunes, give us a five-star review. Maybe share the show. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. That would really be great. And don't worry, for those of you who have, you got a Bravo Beer Bond coming your way next episode. A lot of people go to college for seven <laughs> years. They're called doctors. A little Tommy Boy reference, which, and maybe a great segue, is a site was filmed uh, or took place in the city of Sandusky, Mm -hmm. Ohio, which is an hour away from me, which is also home of one of the greatest characters in 90 Day Fiance history, Miss Danielle. Oh, we're done with Potomac. We just segue right on to 90 Day Fiance. She actually looks more like Chris Farley than anybody I've seen alive. So actually, um, just a quick tangent about Danielle. This is going to be my uh, birthday present to Rebecca after, because she's not getting a real birthday present. Her real birthday present was her fucking plane ticket back to China. Agreed. And I'm not spending any more money for a while on her. But I'm going to get her, you know that, um, what was you you got from like Penny sent you? Oh, cameo. Get her the cat. Are you going to get a cameo from Andre? No, I'm gonna get our cameo from Danielle. Oh, even better. Why do we? Why the way? Why get our cameo from Diamond Dallas Page? That's the greatest. Why have we? That was a great cameo. (laughs) I couldn't watch the whole. It was was like 15 minutes long for like 50 dollars. I'm sure. But hold it. Why do we not have? By the way, every show. Well, we're not making money on this. So I don't know how much we want to spend. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not once we money start on making any money on this podcast, we need to get cameos from all these people for, to, to intersperse on this fucking show every 10 minutes, every 15 minutes. That is a good idea. I think we should totally. It could be our intro. I mean, yeah, they're, they're cameos. Be much money to begin with. Oh, they're cheap. They're like 25 bucks. Yeah. So. Hi, this yeah, is Danielle. My- I miss Muhammad, but I love Rico. And then back right into a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> This is a genius idea. Sorry, well, Rico, get it. on it. I've already spent money advertising. This is your job. Go do it. Well, that was your stone dump. So what I'm happened to us? So there was, I mean, there was never a follow-up show. Like I watched season, what was that? Season two. Then they had the beginning. About Danielle and the next, Yeah. Was there like a. Oh my God. There's so, just go on YouTube. They're all the clips are yeah. there. It's fucking awesome. They do ha- like happily ever after a couple yeah, of you just, you just need to catch up. You guys, you Odie always makes a big deal. We try to schedule shit and he's like, Oh, I have date night with my wife. 
Well, spend your date night catching up on 90 Day Fiance, motherfucker. Spend it worthwhile instead of like pretending to be in love. Do you understand the point of date night is you're not watching TV. You're doing productive things, working on your relationship, playing beer pong. You're not doing anything. Like exactly. You're not being productive. You're playing beer pong. And again, plays beer pong. Well, he'll Odie will beat his wife, but he won't play mirror in beer pong. Notice so, I didn't say beat his wife in beer pong. I just said beat his wife. A funny outside story about Odie is uh, I happened to go on Facebook on Saturday, and there's a the post stock from, Odie X from my high school promoting his like he did some kind of Facebook webinar. He's like, check out the Facebook webinar I did tonight, meaning Friday night. And I'm like, oh, how come Friday night was Odie's date night? No, I did it Thursday Thursday night. Poor poor research, Rico. Poor research. Lies, lies, lies. Exactly. Odie is sandbagging his availability. The worst is seeing the photos from Odie and uh, and his wife's date night. It's just them. It's like wilted figs and... uh, Throwing beer pong balls that he, Odie draws like you know what they'll do they'll draw like a sexual position on it and if they if they make the the cup it's anal. that's actually like not that's not a bad idea balls, that is a pretty idea. good idea right you but you draw <laughs> like you have you have six balls and one's like anal sex and one's like foot massage and uh, but anal sex is only on the last cup you can't use that one for the last cup I think the ladies will go along with that redemption yeah. oh, boy. <laughs> well if that was the case <laughs> I, like double fuck. If anal sex i can only make him redemption i would throw the rest of the game and then just be like i'll shoot the anal sex ball the rest of the time and just take my take my chances well wow. i'll tell you what we date night everyone should do it <laughs> including you rico on zoom every friday night you should do it I'm playing anal sex beer pong via Zoom. It's going to be interesting. Well, I just heard See how it goes. I, that sounds like a challenge. <laughs> All righty. All right, moving on. Let's go to 90 Day Fiance. Oh, wait, hold on. I got some other things to say about Potomac. Um, couple more things. I thought it was hilarious where Candace is sitting down with her husband, who I can't remember his name. Uh, I'll just call him Ming the Merciless because that's what he looks like. But she's in the park with Ming the Merciless and she's like, why does everybody think I'm so nasty? <laughs> and he's, yeah, she's like pretending to have a conversation with Giselle. And he's like, well, you did throw a butter knife at somebody. <laughs> it's like, even her husband can't think of anything nice to say. Hilarious. Uh, also, Giselle's hairdresser is little uh, gay hairdressing Kevin Hart. Did you notice that? So you're uh, saying all black yeah. people look well, the I didn't same? I notice any or resemblance to Kevin what are you Hart. Saying? No, he not. looks he looks and talks like Kevin Hart. No, he doesn't. Sorry. Yes, he does. No. You're an you're, idiot. You're a huge racist. Um, <laughs> you're idiots. If I if a I'm sorry. If one black person acts like another black person, I will say that they are like that black person. But if they don't act at all like them, yet you compare them when their only similarity is their skin. If maybe they're okay. both short. I don't know. Couldn't look, even tell if they're both if he's look, short. Look, George Clooney, stop talking to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that Rico? I have a hard time telling. See, it's not a racial thing, Rico. It's just whatever. I get that comparison all the time. So it's, George Clooney yeah, has that same I'm goofy sure. bowl you, haircut. By the way, it's you guys identical. can't see this. At, at some point, we'll we'll launch a video uh, aspect of this podcast. But right now, Rico looks like fucking what is that uh, from Tropic Thunder? 
where uh, Simple Jack, Rico looks like Simple Jack right now with the fucking haircut combed down in front of his head. Yeah, what's what's the bowling? It, what's the bowling movie with the Amish guy? Um, oh, oh, he told yeah, Kingpin. yes, Kingpin. Kingpin. Randy, Kingpin. Randy Quaid and Kingpin <laughs> without the sides. <laughs> Jesus, so much hair jokes from a guy without hair and a guy with a comb. Uh, uh, I need a haircut. Going on here, and I'm the one getting made fun of. Yeah, you are. All right, and then also. I have to ask you guys, uh, well, two things. Number one, did you notice uh, Karen, I think it was Karen, who was like, I only hire old and decrepit help. I did hear that. Well, yeah. Which is how probably, is guys, probably is smart. Guys and husbands. Is your guys help old and decrepit or hot and young? Well, I don't have help, yeah. unfortunately. Well, Rico, so. now that your girlfriend's gone, you should hire an au pair to take care of Jordan. Wink, wink. I'll hire that uh, that hot au pair that I had in LA. That one. Oh, time. she Only was so hot! Oh my God, Rico! It wasn't an au pair. Rico <laughs> already, like, uh, you know, like what's that that website for uh, the care.com. We we go out one night. Rico's got his kid. This is several years ago when he was uh, a little younger. Oh, it was a long, long time. It was probably like five five, five years, years ago. ago. The kid's probably like four or five. So Rico and I go out, and he's like, "Oh, I got a care.com uh, chick to come watch Jordan," uh, and and this girl. <laughs> was like an LA nine and she was yeah. so so hot like god damn Jordan why don't you go she out was... let's send the kid out <laughs> and we'll <Yeah>. stay <laughs> here's it's 11 o'clock in LA here's 20 bucks you're fine I'm sure you can find something fun to do <laughs> you got fun in the arcade hang on, you got fun in the arcade I heard the boys in the hood I have those boys in the hood if you want to meet up with other boys so d- did you did you take a did you take a shot, time. Rico? Did you shoot your shot on the uh, au pair? No, I did no, not. No, sad. Pathetic. It was. Well, I, she was probably a eighteen. And she a half was year only old. sixteen years old. Yeah. Um, and then, last but not least, Karen's fucking party. She comes out in an all pink outfit with a giant hat, and I have to say. <laughs> She invented a new character that I hope will live on forever called Pimpto Bismol. <laughs> do you think that line that when that girl said she looks like Pepto Bismol, do you think that was original out of her head or was that completely written by one of their uh, I, 90 or Potomac? No, writers? I think if they wrote it, it would have been what I just said, which is far funnier because she looked like a fucking pimp. Pimp Dope Bismol. Maybe the writers aren't as funny as Brian McWilliams. Well, that's why Maybe people listen discovered. to Bravo and Beer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pimp Dope Bismol. Awkward. Awkward silence. Uh, do you guys want to make Pimp Dope Bismol shirts or not? No. I'll pass. I'll wear one if you do all the work. Well, I'll do the work, but I don't want to spend the money. Mm, I don't want to spend the money either. All right. Let's take it out of our profits. <laughs> Yeah. Of which there are many. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. What's next? Did we talk about 90 Day uh, yet? No, we didn't. Um, yeah. So, we, so go ahead. Do we, do, uh, we start, do we start with maybe the first entertainment we've seen from Kenneth and Armando? If you call... If I you actually call watched them this week. Slurs Entertainment, Odie. <laughs> No, not wow. even talking calling, about that. God, me a racist and then taking pleasure <laughs> in uh, no. uh, just horrible homophobic slurs. Talking about God, that damn, bathroom situation. My God, have you guys ever oh. seen 
a toilet no. like that? No, and I have. Hold on, let me preface this. The I've in China, which Rico's also been in China. Rico, have you ever experienced this? Because when I was in Beijing, I went to a nice part of China. So I, I was in Beijing. Okay, listen. Wow, what the at Beijing University, beautiful campus. I go with my ex. Uh, you know, God bless her. Hopefully, dead heart. So I go with my ex, and we're in Beijing University, walking around. She's like, "Oh, you know, there's this noodle house." I'm not doing an accent because she didn't have one, but you know, you can you can imagine one if you want. Ah, uh-huh, just make it up. Ah, Brian, let's go to the, let's go to the noodle house. <laughs> but she had a, she was very American sounding. But we went to this noodle house because she went to Beijing University for a semester or something, right? And it's on campus, so we eat the noodles, and then uh, we go to this place like the cafe. Oh no, I'm sorry, we're going to the cafeteria waiting for the noodle house to open and i got a shit because it's spicy food that i'm not used to in china so i'm like where do i go this is the it's start like, okay. of every single brian mcwilliams story yeah. almost literally almost verbatim shit. almost verbatim so but that's how i meet most people you know stall to stall he <laughs> <laughs> just puts the foot under the stall and taps that's the next my foot. social networking platform i'm gonna call, i'm gonna start it's gonna it's just called stall to stall <laughs> it's like LinkedIn. <laughs> it's going to be huge in Congress. But you just write your... You, you, <laughs> yeah, such Republicans. So I go, to, I go and I'm like, oh my God, I got to poop. And it's not open. So I'm walking around the cafeteria, right? Until like 1130 or whatever it is, Chinese time. And uh, they finally open and I go in and I go in and find somebody I've never seen before, which is a Asian style toilet, an Eastern toilet, which is basically imagine a urinal on its back in the ground like a pee urinal, but you poop in it. So I got a shit like a motherfucker. So I'm like, huh, how am I going to do this thing? So I pull my pants down. I squat like an American person squats. But if I do that, I'm going to shit right in my pants. So I'm like, huh, how am I going <laughs> to solve this problem? So what I end up doing is slip, I, is putting my hand up against the back wall of the bathroom stall and sliding my legs out so I'm kind of doing like a straddle uh, yoga move where I'm holding my ass off the ground with the backhand and I'm holding my legs up above this, this urinal trough and I'm shooting diarrhea into the urinal trough, which is dangerous because you don't know where it's going to go sometimes. But I'm shitting into the trough from up above like I'm, like I'm dropping bombs, you know? And so uh, it would have been great if someone walked in there and like just and I and I and I tried to wait then, then found some <laughs> door that went to a regular toilet. <laughs> like this is the tourist department. This, you can take am- pictures of this. American. You don't you don't use this. I was gonna say it'd be funny if he walked in and I and I go to wave hello to him and slip down in my own shit because I'm bracing myself on the back wall. <laughs> that would have been even better. <laughs> But I literally so many hypothetical dude. Scenarios. Literally, it's hard to describe. I literally was like bracing myself, like legs up, using my quad <laughs> muscles with my arm against the back wall to crap in this thing. And then later on, I realized what you're supposed to do is you pull your pants all the way down to the ankles, and then you like full squat so your ass is like next to your heels. Anyway, it was highly unpleasant. <sighs> That's weird. Can I just have a quick interlude? Because this is the funniest airport uh, bathroom experience I've ever had. I don't know if any of you have had hilarious bathroom experiences at the airport. 
but you know south park it like when they show butters going to the bathroom oh, and yeah. like he's at the urinal and he pulls his pants down to his yeah, all the way and, down and i kind of remember people like in first grade yeah. doing that and you know like really little kids are like oh you're fucking dumb <laughs> so i was at lax at the southwest terminal like when i was still living there so I, i'm waiting for my southwest flight and i go to the bathroom and there's a guy who's at least 50 and he's got this really long shaggy beard really long hair and he's at the urinal and he has pants <laughs> pulled all the way down to his ankles and his shirt off <laughs> Just doesn't give a fuck. No, no. the best part of the story is after he's done peeing, he turns to Rico and he hands him a present, and it's what he asked for when he was five. And it was Santa Claus! Oh, God. I finally got super technical. Merry Christmas, Rico. Uh, so mentally ill can use the bathrooms at LA. anyway God for that. those bathroom stories are both something um but this bathroom story is something i've never seen before where in order to kenneth walks in there first and he's looking around like how did yeah that's what we were talking he's like, about he's like, how, he's like how, how do you flush what is this and he goes and gets armando brings it back and he's like oh you just take this uh this old coffee container and you dunk it in this tub of water that's sitting in the corner, and you just dump it into the toilet. That's how it flushes, obviously. It's disgusting. So Kenneth I've tries to seen that. Kenneth tries to pick it's it like up. A paint with, can right <laughs> to pick it up it's with like uh, toilet paper. It just <laughs> spills it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I've never oh, seen okay. that in my life. I've never heard of a toilet that operated on the volume of water like that. Neither have I. Well, all toilets do. Well, they I do, mean, but not. I never. But toilet. Had, but it had a back. It didn't have a back. Wait, I thought it had a tank on the back. Nope, there's no tank. Oh, where were they pouring the water into? Into the, the into the bowl. They poured it into the yeah. bowl. So if you took a big stinky shit, that you basically have sense. to dump the water into the bowl and splash yourself with your own stinky shit. I almost did a, a Sean Connery. Happy 90th birthday, Sean Connery. You almost have to splash yourself. Avid listener, I hear. Sean Conley listens to every episode of Bravo and Bear. You almost have to splash yourself with the with the water you put into the toilet. It's nefarious. So anyway, disgusting. Probably against the right use of the word nefarious. But anyway, continue. It's it's nefarious. (laughs) It's designed to make you get shit on your own pants, John Odomat. Are you questioning me, you little fuck? Anyway, so uh, <laughs> disgusting to pour that because like, no matter what, if you, you have to pour it in, you're using this gross can, which other people with shit covered hands have used. I mean, it's just horrible. And I guarantee they had no hand soap in that bag. Like, usually I'm an anti Kenny. Like, you just get over it, you dickhead. But this, he was right. He was right. But but he did. When he comes back to the table, he's like, oh, I'm going to have to throw my shoes away now. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I would too. I would too. <laughs> I actually watched this week, Kenneth and Armando. Um, felt a little bad for him. But again, I come back to the overarching question of every single week is, why did you move? Yeah. And yeah. just to fill people in if they didn't see it. So they were, they were sitting at a uh, little you know, taco stand uh, in, in Mexico after the bathroom situation. And somebody walks by and hurls a uh, racial slur at them. 
So uh, did this happen last week? Because I swear Brian was talking about this last week. No, I like let I just get a brownie from Hank. (laughs) Yep, my dog dog just brought her brownie. How good? How well? You guys, my other podcast is called Training Dogs to Make Brownies. You guys obviously don't listen to it, but no, I teased it because I saw at the end of the episode they called them. um, I don't know, faggot Mexican. I can't. You know, there's no other way to dance around it. Did you talk about this last week? Yeah, because I, I feel like I feel like we've talked about it before because like Armando's like yes. he, he's afraid to, you know, hold Kenneth's hand in public, all that stuff. And it's like Kenneth, it hasn't even entered his mind that like the culture's so different there. And it was I it seemed like a big wake up call for him and for his daughters, like, oh my god, like people aren't yeah, it, they're not accepting it there. I mean it's it's Mexico. It's things are different. It's not Florida. Exactly. Well, it's like, look, if you're Kenny, you've lived in America, even in Florida, which is sort of like a you know hillbilly buttfuck part of the world. They're still very accepting overall. Not like, all, not all like, of Florida. Really? There's very. What? what are you talking very, about? I mean, there's world nice, there's nice parts of Florida. <laughs> world renowned hillbilly buttfuck. I don't know, the parts of Florida I've been to are very nice. My parents actually live in Florida. I I enjoy Florida. <laughs> I've always been treated well there. But <laughs> anyway, these hillbilly about? buttfuckers. Uh, no. Uh, point being, Kenny has been in America. He's experiencing American culture, which is very accepting. Again, which is why it's confusing when you hear anybody say that America is this or that. But very accepting of gay culture overall. Probably maybe he's encountered something in his youth, which was maybe somebody calling him something. And he's like, but you got to overcome it. You got to fight against it. Fine. Armando in Mexico is clearly 20 years behind and Mexico's 20 years behind as far as accepting gay culture. So to Rico's point, why would you live there? But also if you're, if you're Armando, you understand where he's like, look, man, I'm not comfortable coming out here. And also somebody literally might come up and fucking beat the shit out of us. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like like a safety thing. I think it's a safety thing more than anything. Yeah, and Kenny's like, I want, you, I want you to be proud. He's like, well, I want to be proud too, but I also want to be alive. Why would Armando pick this particular place to live in? It's, it's still, I have so many unanswered questions that they'll never, uh, maybe at the tell-all. Someone dude, could be like, why the fuck I, did you pick this place in Mexico? I don't get that either. If you're going to pick somewhere to live, pick a popular tourist destination. Because if there's tourists coming in there, they are going to be accepting a gay culture because gays that are coming to vacation have a lot of money and you can't just beat the shit out of them and call them faggots or else they're not going to come. So why would you move to a middle of nowhere destination where people are still set in that culture? It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Agree. Well, a lot of questions. So hopefully they have a better experience next week when they go to meet Armando's parents. <laughs> I have a feeling they will. And Armando's parents are like, huh, all right, fine, whatever. That's my guess for that interaction. What do we want to bet that Armando's dad comes out as gay himself? <laughs> that I'd give you really good odds. I only had you kids because I was keeping up with appearances. <laughs> He's Italian now, too. That's <laughs> Mexican. You're, you've been away from LA okay. too long. Basically the same accent. This fly that, so, by the way, the fly that's in my den right now is... It's like the size of a marble. It's fucking massive. Yeah, doesn't bother me at all. So my star of the show for 90 Day Fiance this week was not 
Jahoon's mom, it was the translator. Yeah. The translator was fantastic. <laughs> and it's like, you could not purposely design a translator to be more nefarious. <laughs> there you go. Perfect use of the word nefarious. nefarious. <laughs> I don't know. Like it kept twisting words. Like, do you expect me to talk translator? No, don't say anything. (laughs) That I know. I wrote that down. Just say thank you and all caps. Get a new translator. (laughs) Like, do they not realize how badly it's doing? It's like literally has made an enemy of of Devin and Jahoon's mom. (laughs) It's like it. She talks. I was like, oh well, you know, all you have to do is say hello. Don't worry too much. It's like. Just say hello, you cunt. It's like, oh, thank you, translator. <laughs> like, who designed this translator? They must have been the most evil fucking person ever. Like, I want to destroy everyone's relationship. Oh, my God. How funny would that be, though? If you were a translator programmer and you just translate, if you programmed it to, like, you're like, what are words that, like, kind of soften the blow of phrases? And you just programmed it to intentionally leave them out just to fuck people over? You'd be laughing all day long, every day. That person's enjoying this season of 90 Day Fiance. Like, it's finally working. The ultimate troll. What does Devin expect, though? You know, moving to Korea, relying on a translator. I mean, obviously, she has to. I mean, does she plan to learn how to speak Korean? I would think so. Well, no, obviously, she has a plan for anything. No Americans, except oddly enough, fucking cheese stick, have learned to speak shit. Oh, we'll get to cheese stick because he he fell on his face this episode too. And Brian Brian's is just left. I gotta pee. Uh, I did a podcast before this podcast. Right, Keep talking, idiots. I I, I, I thought you could do a podcast. Sandy will kill me. Well, I, I made it work because I'm dedicated to the audience. You just put your. Uh, so should we talk about the show with yeah, us? No, keep going. I can hear what you're talking about. It's going to be 30 seconds to pee, you assholes. Just keep talking. Yeah, I put up the one minute sign on the camera, which these people can't see. So you that's, guys keep talking. That's and why you there's idiots, a chat function. You don't even check the program. chat. I'd see it if something popped up. <laughs> All right. Well, what were we talking about? I, I mean, I guess asshole. we just go through uh, Jahoon and Devin. You know, the episode, um, it seemed like compared to past episodes i mean things were pretty uh pretty smooth things seem to be coming well, that, together the, devin's mom can't get the image out of her mind of apparently in her mind jahoon is like smoking a cigarette watching the daughter run into traffic and like dodging cars like frogger because that's the way she's acting she's like i just can't get the image out of my mind of death or of jahoon not chasing after the daughter and i don't know what video she was seeing or what happened in real life but or you know in her eyes but that's not what happened in yeah the- exactly. well they didn't they didn't show anything like they didn't show actually you know her running how close she got we have no idea what actually happened well, and, and i know and, and i know that De- Devin show. has come out in social media posts and like she said well people are overreacting and then she like says what happened was her daughter was running towards the street and uh, she yelled at Jahoon, and he stopped and turned around and stopped chasing the daughter. And then the daughter stopped, too. So he probably was, like, in his mind, trying to translate what he she said to right? him. If you're Devin, so you're Jahoon. Jahoon clearly ran after the daughter. We saw that, right? The daughter runs. I saw Jahoon in his flip-flops running after the daughter. And then she's like, stop! So he's like, 
what? Okay. You know, Which is like, why you yeah, should never wear flip-flops. I mean, we get into that conversation. I'm wearing you never know right when you now, have to already. run, when you got to make an escape, when you have to jump uh, nice high distance, do hurdles. Uh, I have to spend my know. money on things that matter, like my children, Rico. I know you. Uh, all you're spending money on is like fucking millet and gruel, but I have to spend money for my child's future. Okay. All right. Not haircuts. Only I have to spend money on. Anyway, not, if Jahoon, not a parent from where I'm sitting, if Jahoon was not wearing flip flops, he would have quickly caught up to uh, to the little girl, caught her, and have, have we be talking that maybe, about maybe maybe it's just Darwinism at work, and that don't chase her. <laughs> have we considered that? Maybe that's what he thought. He's like, I can't afford two kids. Like one possibly, uh, possibly. Uh, or maybe she'll just get a little nick from a car, but we'll get a nice settlement. Well, look, he seems like one of those. Long story short, she didn't suit. get to the street. Car nicks are so common. Ah, I just got nicked by a car. I hear that all the time. <laughs> Long story short, she didn't get to the street. Also, why is it? I here's what I don't get. It's you know, it's Jahoon's kid. Okay, fine, but you also have the mom. You have Devin. You have other people there. Why is it solely his fault that this fucking kid runs towards the street and his only sole ability or capability to catch her and stop her? Yet the mom seems to blame him. Oh, Jahoon, I just said. Well, that's what I was talking about last week. So Devin has two kids. One of them ran into the street. Devin and the mom both blame Jahoon. But clearly, they're... Between the two of them, they were only watching one other kid. Well, what the and mom also, should have so said, the if, if we're being honest, she would have said, I'm too fat and slow to catch yeah, up exactly. to Drusilla. Exactly. They're all in the approximately the same area, by the way. It's not like Jahoon is right next to the girl 25 yards from everybody else. They're all in the same fucking region. It's just one's too stupid and fat and old, and the other one's holding a baby, so he has to chase after her. Again, not his kid. He didn't. It's not like Jehun was like, hey, Torsila, why don't you go run that way? Now he's Mexican. And who does that, by the way? Like, if you were watching your child and they did something that was putting their life in danger, would you yell at someone else to do something or would you do something Exactly. Yourself? I would sprint my fucking self as fast as possible. Apparently not them. They're like, oh, I need to give directions and then we'll see what yeah, happens. Devin, like, I mean, Devin could have handed the baby off to her mom and gone off running. Well, Devin's not going to chase her, chase her with the baby. But either way, hand the baby off. I don't give a shit. You can put the baby on the ground. They're just wood chips on a playground. Yeah. You put the baby down and you run after well, and, it. It's, it's going to be look, fine. And also, look, my daughter's not old enough to run. I don't know if kids just randomly decide to run off into the fucking street. Uh, and they don't do. listen From to their time parents. To time. Well, but again, depending you on the they, age. Look, I have dogs. Maybe I have dogs who are far less intelligent than children. And my dogs, if they start to run at something, I can be like, hey, don't fucking do that. And they stop and they go, you're right. You, I should not do this because you're yelling at me. And I've been trained if you yell at me to fucking stop. So I'm sorry. Yeah, if you kids, if your kids, kids when they're like 18 to you, then fuck you. You're oh, a bad Brian, Brian, you got it. You got a lot coming. Wait till your daughter's like wait till your daughter's like two years old. Oh, you're gonna love it. <laughs> well, that's a lot of presumptions. Let's see how it works out. 
Yeah, it worked out. I, I survived it anyway. That's, that's true. true. That's a, but that's a you great point. Garbage children. I've got a fucking angel brewing here. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. All okay, right. let's All move right. on. Um, so moving on, 100 days, <laughs> the 100 day celebration, apparently a big thing in Korean culture. What a morbid celebration this is. <laughs> Do you hear the explanation? He's like, well, yeah, you know, all the babies used to die. And now if you make it to 100 days, hooray celebration. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. Excellent. I don't know. I think it's kind of like just be thankful for life type of thing. It's fine. I didn't know. Oh, my didn't God, simple it. fucking Jack over here. You're a fucking hairy guy. <laughs> can't take it. <laughs> Rico's like, for my next baby, I'm having a 100-day celebration. I love it. <laughs> we should have a 100-day celebration. You know what? We should have a 100-day celebration for all of us. Like, we every should. time we make... 100-day celebration every, for the podcast. Every 100 days we make it, we should have an. Every 100 days we make it. So actually... Alive. Every 100 days this podcast makes it, we should have a party. I know exactly how many days our podcast has lasted. It's been 77 days. Oh! Because I bought... I bought a 12-pack of Bud Light for the Bravo and Beer Bong, and today was my last one, but I also did one when we did that other show on Saturday, or a couple Saturdays. I forgot so about I've done that. done 11 shows, yeah. or would it be 70 days, because you don't t- count day one. Uh, one of those. It's 70 days. So, mm. And now I'm out of Bud Light, because I would never drink it any other time. I drink it Bud so, Light Lime, because it's summer. Yeah, it's disgusting. Look at you. It's good. I thought I saw you take a chug out of a whiskey bottle. I only oh, drink yeah. rosé now. Got, I got my whiskey. I have McKenna, Henry McKenna, which my buddy gave me. It even says in the back, uh, sample, not for sale, but I got it for free. <laughs> sample the bottle. Let us know what you think. Let it, hey, Bravo and beer. Well, it's paying off. Bravo and beer. It's actually quite good. It's... uh. Yeah, Henry McKenna. It's got a screw-off top, which I've never had for a whiskey that wasn't terrible, but it's actually that's, pretty good. That's how you know it's good. Screw-off top. Screw-off top. Listen to Sean Connery. If it's a screw-off top, know what... you know you're getting quality because you can Dude. seal it up easily. Do you guys know we still have to finish talking about Nine Day and talk about Below Deck? So we got we to gotta get moving. All right. Uh, okay, the other... Well, there's there was no... Uh, submit and Jenny again, right? Or did I miss? No, there was no, no submit and Jenny. Nothing. Yeah. It seems like submit's going to fight for his love next week. Good for him. Um, cheese stick. You guys want to cheese stick. I I only have a couple notes on cheese stick, but I, this is my first note. Not only fly landing in my face, not only is cheese stick a fat, ugly cheater, but he's also a pussy scared of riding on the backs of motorcycles. I would not get on the back of a motorcycle in freaking Columbia. No well, way. You're also, you're also a, you are, Odie, you're the cheese stick of this podcast. You, you, you would? Kidding? You would get on the back of a motorcycle taxi in Columbia? Um, yeah, without a doubt. Without oh, a doubt. That's, Rico, would you? So I almost died on a motorcycle in Thailand. So I think I would do it in Columbia. Exactly. <laughs> It was a very, great it was a very great logic, very scary experience. Well, so, <laughs> I'll just briefly talk about this. It'll take five seconds. So, we were in Thailand and uh, rented a, a tuk tuk, which is basically a scooter, but they go about sixty miles an hour, and we're driving on the correct side of the street, and or you know where you're supposed to be, but it's like 
there's people gunning at us. It's 10 o'clock at night, pitch black. People are coming at us full speed, the wrong direction. And I had the passenger behind me screaming at me. And I'm like, I just froze. I didn't know what to do. So I'm just like, they're on the wrong side of the street. Do I go left? Do I, do I swerve left? Do I swerve right? I'm just going to go straight forward and hope they make the right <laughs> So decision. I played chicken. <laughs> yes. Like I mentioned uh, maybe a week or two ago, but in a different circumstance. And they swerved right at the last minute. So, so, so you right you were driving the taxi in Thailand? You had a passenger with well, it was you? A tuck- <laughs> it was the old uh, person we shall not be named. <laughs> so, yes. We were in... So yeah, I just we just rented one. We were going just around Thailand, but um, so you were basically the so you're the asshole in the situation. No, I was on the right side of the the correct side. Are you sure of it wasn't the, the American right side of the road? No, it was. You drive on the left there, but the problem is there was like a median on the highway. So I ramped and, so that median, houses. and this guy was right. So there was houses on the left. So these people were going to their house. That it would have been on, but they were coming from the other way, so they had to be on the wrong side of the street. And perhaps, well, if you ever been to Thailand, it's fucking Who organized hasn't? chaos there, where the, the how they drive. It's just like people gunning all over the place. And if you grow up there or you live there, you know it. But me, I had no no idea what to do. So well, that's as I, I we talked this before. That's like China with the bicycles and the cars, and I don't even understand how the system works. I don't know how every bicyclist doesn't die every day because the cars just go the bicyclists are coming non-stop and the cars just turn into them and the bicyclists are like okay yeah <laughs> and yeah, it works it's itself like, out i don't know how it does it's perfectly i think that's where the term chinese fire drill comes in because it's all moving parts that comes together in a perfect harmony. magic but anyways we're talking about cheese stick so getting back to cheese stick yes so he's a pussy for not getting on the back of the motorcycle what a fucking dick get on the motorcycle and then uh i like that I, I had two notes. One, he's a fucking dick for not getting the back of the motorcycle. And then two, I like that he uh, he's in the job interview and doesn't speak great English. Also, how, why would you not Google working in Colombia before you got yes. there? To know yes. You can't. Like, are you a fucking imbecile? Which he clearly fucking is. <laughs> he yes. never looked into yes. what he had to do to actually live there. Are you fucking kidding like, me? I thought I was American and they just hire Americans. Like, well, no, asshole. Every country has fucking work visa laws. But I like that he's like, she's like, describe yourself in three words. And he should have just said, I'm a fat, ugly cheater that's too pussy to get on the back of a motorcycle. <laughs> it would per- perfect. Like, sorry, that's six words. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I had on cheese. You day. failed the that's interview. That's all I had. Yeah, I, she definitely can't, just looking at next week's episode, she can't be with him for very long, no right? Like, he storms out and she's like, hmm. Yeah, she doesn't get really that mad. She's like, okay, she's like well, if only that's one way to handle it. I wasn't a super hot young chick that has many better options. Uh, I mean, yeah. she's after it's you. Like, what exactly am I doing? Yeah, it's, I guy? mean, cheese stick. He's just it's probably a guy that this is by far the hottest chick he's ever been with. By far, I'm sure. I should hope so. And I he, should fucking hope so. And he cheats on her with probably some ugly chick. And he's yeah. just like, oh my god, I'm just trying to salvage this and <laughs> moving to Colombia, and it's it's going to end horribly. It's going to end very horribly. I mean, I can't blame him for trying. I, if I was seasick, I would also be trying. 
I wonder, do you think they've had sex since he's been in Columbia? No, no. I hope not. I really hope not. <laughs> Fucking cheese tech. All right, moving on. Mm, what he's a, a good character. Should we go to Ariella? Well, the only other person I thought was uh, Brittany. Oh, well, no, no, no. I we got to go to Ariella. Yeah, we got to go to them. I like this. I like, I, I, <laughs> the mom leaves. I love the breakdown the daughter had, which is so, you could see it coming a mile away. But I love the mom. She's like, it's like, who am I? What's my name? And she's like, the positive gangster. And I was like, oh, Rico's nemesis. <laughs> Rico's nemesis. Because Rico is the most negative person in the world. <laughs> true. We all got it. We all went to Penn State. And just we were texting about Penn State season and just everything. And Rico's just like, I'll root. I, he roots against Penn State every time because he knows we're going to lose until we win every time. No, I don't root well, against you root, him. I just you root for us, but, you, but you're convinced we're going to lose all the time. I'll just say she's your nemesis. She's the positive to your negative. That this might be your soulmate. You should be on nine today with her mom. They have to kill the dad. I'm in. I'm in. I vote for you. Maybe it could be a Jerry Falwell situation. <laughs> we don't have to. We don't have to lose that. Like you would be the pool Falwell. boy, or I don't know. I, I'm the pool boy. It's all good. Uh, but I want to say, like, it's it would just. I was la- I was literally laughing when she was crying in the back of the cab with uh, Binium because it's like she's finally her mom leaves and she's like so she's like. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know if I made a mistake. I don't want to be alone with you. We're like, yeah, no shit. I'm so- Yeah, that was a nice yeah. thing to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. She's like, I, I don't, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I just don't want to be alone with you. I don't want to be alone with you, and I think I made a horrible mistake, and I don't want to live here. Yeah, no shit. You, I'm sorry, poor little rich girl. Uh, sorry, you've lived your life of fucking privilege with no fucking obligations. And you get up getting knocked up in Ethiopia, you fucking moron. This is reality. Yeah, she definitely bitch. wants her parents to take care of the yeah, the baby. But we did learn new information about Binium this week. I don't know if you noticed it. He's very, very short. Because did you see when Ariella's mother gave him a hug goodbye? They were like, I love what? It. And Ariel yes. Really? Oh wow. Ariella's mother is not no. tall. So if he's the same person, the <laughs> same height as a person not tall. Maybe his parents. We all know how that. Maybe equation. his parents named him Miniam, and then they changed it <laughs> at the last second. <laughs> oh yeah, it's kind of mean. <laughs> no Miniam, too mean, too too cruel. Yeah, but yeah, it's like he's a dancer. Typically, dancers are pretty short. True, but uh, still. Sorry, Ariella. You know, so, it's like, and I like how they built it up with the family being like, "Is she going to leave and take your baby?" I'm like, well, probably. Because you know, she's, she's a white chick. She's a, she's, a, she's a Jewish princess from America, so probably yes. If I was going to take a guess, after like, and maybe I'm just being a little too hard on her, but I think after about six months of raising that baby without with Bidium maybe working and not making very much money, she's like, yeah, it'd probably be better to go to America and have some help, and then it'll be. The the maids and the au pairs and nannies yeah. raising. Well, let me go baby. home to my doctor dad and my nurse mom and my mansion. And, you know, having never worked a day in my goddamn life, maybe it'd be easier to raise this baby not in Ethiopia. <laughs> it's, Crazy I mean, I, I think it's going to, I think she heads back before the baby's born. 
no, she maybe not. Wasn't. We talked about That's this last right. week. I guess, yeah, damn it. I guess, yeah. Hmm. I do feel, I feel, I honestly feel bad for Binium. I mean, look, number one, Binium, uh, use a condom. Also, same advice to your fucking wipe. Uh, use protection, idiots. This is the second time you've gotten a chick locked up and she's definitely going to leave you. You live in Ethiopia. Um, if you start knocking American chicks up, they're going to take the babies home. You live in Ethiopia. Yeah, his, fa- his, his family's like, I don't understand it. You keep getting American girls pregnant. They keep you know leaving. What? I feel I kind of it. bad for him. He That's seems what like I a really said. nice I guy. I said I feel bad for him. Yeah. I mean, he seems like a nice guy who wants to do the right thing. Yeah. And uh, he's probably not going to have the, that opportunity. Sorry, pal. Yeah, I mean, it's like if, if Binia didn't live in Ethiopia, <laughs> I'm sure things would work out a lot better. But the fact that you're like, well, the thing is, if he didn't live in Ethiopia, he probably wouldn't have knocked up. So why Ariella is 100 percent a fucking foreign sperm chaser. (laughs) And FSC. That's trademarked, by the way. That's our first T-shirt, gentlemen. FSC. FSC. It's going to be so funny to explain to everyone. We pass on. It'll say foreign sperm chaser under the letters. It'll spell it out. Oh, so we're we're gonna wear a shirt that says "Foreign Sperm Chaser" on. I can't wait for the uh, first parent-teacher conference of the year. So uh, right into the Jordan's got right into Jordan's got great teacher. grades, but I see you're wearing a t-shirt that says "Foreign Sperm Chaser." Can you explain that? Yes, that's the title of the episode today: "Foreign, Foreign. Sperm Chaser." Well, I agree. I got to write that down. That you're, uh, Odie, you are correct. This is the this is what you bring to the episode. Not That's all I do. Else. That's all I do. Foreign sperm chase. The most oh. valuable thing, as Mark Cuban has said, the most valuable thing in any media organization is the headline <laughs> writer. That's it. There's <laughs> a lot of truth to that. Do you remember when we were going to make these episodes yeah, shorter? We're an hour and fifteen minutes and haven't even talked about a show. We're going to be right, like Joe Rogan pretty soon. All right, we got like right, Britney and beer. Let's. We didn't even talk about Britney well, and Let's Yazan go, Britney and beer. Brit, uh, Britney and beer. <laughs> Britney and beer. Oh, Britney and Yazan. Let's do it. Let's do it. Number one, Britney okay. and Yazan. Let me just say, I, no, I'm skipping over you. It's not being nosy for for uh, Yazan's family to go through a public social feed. <laughs> yeah. By the way, it's not being nosy. It's your public social feed, Britney. You fucking asshole. Yeah, but the point is, it's so, been there the whole time. Like, what's the... Well, maybe they just noticed. Uh, maybe they're not the most frequent well, she, perusers well, of Instagram. Well, Odie, she just moved to Jordan, so they probably have just been like, oh, this is happening. Why would they peruse her Instagram other than masturbatory I'm, reasons? I'm not going to defend Brittany. She's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so that was one of the things I noticed when I was re-listening to the episode. I was like, oh, I'm pretty misogynistic. Um, what? Every woman was a horrible person last week. And I'm like, oh, geez. I say this to like five different women. They're like, oh, it's a horrible person. It's a horrible person. It's a horrible not she, person. Not Belisa. No, she's not a horrible no, she's person. great. I love Melissa. Brittany, I think, is pretty horrible, she's though. A um, she's like, one, she's kind of leading you on again off uh, on this road that, like, oh, I'm, I'm strongly considering converting to Islam. But on the on the other hand, she's like, oh, I'm going to take it down my social media. I'm like, oh, I don't think this is going to fly if you convert to yeah. Islam. Standing by a pool with your fucking gigantic ass yep. um in a thong don't well, think that's also, gonna look fly. okay you know you know that meatloaf song 
I would do anything for love. But I've I heard it. Familiar. That. Okay. Well, for Brittany, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Refers to social media, apparently. Yeah. So, like, that's, you're not going to yeah, delete social I'm media. I'm so what, in love. What? I'm so in love with this man, but I can't delete my Instagram feed of my fucking pictures because that's too far. I will. That means they're ruling me, which again, uh, by the way, Google it before you fucking go to find out what Islam is. Well, I mean, the, the whole the whole thing here is, and you know, the I almost it's a waste of time talking about Brittany and Yazan, but it's entertaining. It's entertaining it television. Ah. <laughs> but there's no, there's no way anything. They're not going to stay together. The whole thing's going to fall apart. It's going to blow up. I mean, she's married. I mean, she's a terrible she person. Such she was there. Oh, there you we, go. that we're we're, we're do, uh, teasing it, but I do. You, we got to get to that. That's the that's the best part of the episode with Brittany being like, "Well, I'm not lying." But um, yeah, it's teasing like, the truth. So, she, so why is she going to Chicago? And and but I before that, I wanted to just say like her text to on What a bitch! Oh yeah. Like she's like, I never want to see your face again. I don't yeah. even know what he did. That's ridiculous. She was so freaking yeah. horrible. To I like him. that Yazan was like, to, he's like, he's like, oh no, you can read it, <laughs> read it to the camera. It's like yeah. you it's like, fucking this is normal. This is what I get every you day. piece of shit, motherfucker. Has he ever been an asshole? He's to like, her? he's no, like yeah, the nicest guy. Saying, he yes seems very no. he, nice. I, I think, considering the fact that he is raised in a super Islamic household. Number one, you know, actually, when they first got together, I was like, why is she dating this guy? I've actually come around. I actually think Izan is quite handsome. What do you guys think? <laughs> well, I I've know. fallen in love with him as I well. Know. I think he's actually quite, I think he's quite handsome. I've come around on him. He's uh, not ugly. Yeah, I'll he, go that far. He, he, he's fine. He, yeah, he's nice. He seems yeah, like. I don't understand. He, I mean, considering he flipped out the one time at the airport which was a yeah, little bit ridiculous but to you, off the yeah, plane you show up and you're i guess the hugging other men he's like you're <laughs> hugging other men oh whatever but the bottle of tequila off the plane was a little ridiculous but i think he's <laughs> overall been pretty goddamn level-headed through this entire thing trying to work it out bringing his uncle in who did a good job you know mediating things and also yazan has been good at sticking to the no dickin yeah. I would have fucked her by now. I hate her, and I would have fucked her by now. <laughs> I mean, right? She's yeah, begging. Yeah, she's I mean, begging him every time he's over there. Maybe I, I can't stand her. And I would have been like, all right, let's just do it. Let's just get it. Done. Maybe it's the braces that turns them off. Uh, I understand that. I'm not a big fan of braces myself. Yeah, especially as an adult. I'll tell you I think what. She, I think she said I, a lot in- of 14 year olds I don't have sex with. That's the reason. <laughs> That's going to get us canceled. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we're oh canceled. Boy. That's the last episode of Bravo and Beer. If you want to be a sponsor, hit me up at uh, steamboatwilly.com for other podcasts. Oh, <laughs> Pay for my legal. I don't bill. even, oddly enough, oddly I don't even know this guy. Steel, who who steel is this side, guy? Yeah. Talking about steel side. And... <laughs> All right. All right. Moving on. Talking about something else. What, 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 what are you, you going to say? What are you going to say? I don't know. You totally... I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Let's, let's move on. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> anyway, she sucks. Let's move on to, let's move on to, uh, oh, I also said, it reminded me of the Seinfeld. No soup for you. 
That's what it reminded me of when Yazan was like, I'm not going to have sex with you. Um, well, oh, oh, so I was going to ask, do they say why she's going to Chicago? Is that something oh, about no, her? That's but the, she lives in Florida. No, she's so. making up pure lies. That's the best part. They tease the episode where Brittany's like, she's like, so I'm going to Chicago. Say, I'm not saying why I'm going to Chicago. It's like, you're clearly going to Chicago to fucking try to get your divorce done. But why would it be in Chicago? Maybe that's, where, maybe that's Chicago? where the guy lives. She might have. No, the guy got okay. deported. Oh, well, oh, maybe that's where she did live. I don't know. But uh, clearly that's the purpose of her going. Like, there's no question that's why. But I love how she's like, she gets mad about all this other bullshit. And then she gets that. Yeah, yeah I she's mean, lying to his face about going done, out of country to yeah. probably try to finalize her divorce quickly and then come back in time. Like, it's just, she's been lying this entire fucking time. And this is all being, uh, it's, it's all on video. He's going to see it. Like, what What the fuck are we <laughs> now, doing Odie, here? Odie, Odie, to be fair, he lives in Jordan. They still have cassette tapes. They're on VHS. They won't. Maybe, maybe DVD. God. They won't see this. They won't see this Jordan until 2030. In 2030, they'll be watching. Yeah, so, oh, how many oh. they have four kids? Yazan's like 60 and Hulu finally gets to Jordan. He's like, what? Fuck the Britney! <laughs> and he just stabs her in the neck in front of his grandkids. Oh man! Fuck the Britney. Who else do we have to talk about? Is that everybody? I think that's, that's it, it for, for ninety, 90 days. Day. Okay, thank God. But like I said, I think next episode is the mid-season finale. I think that means that they are going to take a break. I think it's the COVID also, break. I think that's what happened. And, and also, it seems like below decks. Also, it seems like the charter season's ending. So I think that's ending also next episode. I think there's two. No, I think there's at least two more episodes. Maybe there's two because Johnny part. Damon's yeah. next episode. Yeah, that's going to be a three-parter right there. And then the best episodes are the tell-alls. Well, we got to watch the tell-alls. That's obvious. Yeah. All, All right, right, moving so on. Below Deck, um, my biggest takeaways are if I'm a own a business, I would never, ever, ever hire Rob in any capacity yep. because he fucking whines about everything. He has so many microaggressions against him. You can't even keep up yeah. with how many times he's offended per episode. He has he good ideas, good. Rico. He just wants his ideas listened to. Yeah. What are his ideas? I just want to be listened to. It's like you're rolling up a fucking blow up. That's uh, right. Exactly. Gets a, what, what, what ideas? But, but at the same time, they? he's a little baby bitch and it's an aggravating. But at the same time, fucking uh, Malia, right? Malia. Malia, Malia. Malia taking offense as though it's a gender equality issue that they want to fucking try to roll up the slide again. It's like, look, you're both fucking tards. Malia, them trying to roll up the slide properly isn't an affront to femininity. And, uh, and feminism, you fucking moron. Just let them do it and go to bed. And Rob, you not you throwing a fucking rope into the water doesn't mean people don't care about you. Just both of you shut the fuck up. You're both oversensitive assholes. I hope you both drown in the water. <laughs> I didn't hope for that, but I guess I wouldn't be sad. I would be. I would be complete. If Rob and Malia got tangled in an anchor cord and went to the bottom of the ocean, I'd be fine. And Tom. 
The uh, hate yeah. for like Tom. Tom it's not, well, Tom, he's British. What do you expect? I mean, that's yeah. what I expect. I think Rob was the most obnoxious person on the whole show again, mm-hmm. um, because he just he's so offended by every single thing that happens. Yeah. I, I don't know how you deal with him because you always need to. So just, I just want to be. Well, he was a male model. Let's not Dude, forget. He's a male model. A fucking that's true. Yeah. That makes sense. He's like, he's like mm, I just don't know. I just, he's obviously no so successful. No one's he's listening like, to my word. Of the totem yeah. pole. I'm sorry, Rob. What do you have to say about uh, deflating a pool toy? Please. Can I read your <laughs> blog about it? <laughs> like, what, you, what deep thoughts do you have to share with us, Rob? And also, I like did, that Jess fell asleep. <laughs> like, Walking, yeah. Walking Dead Jess and Zombie Rob deserve to be together. Do you see her sleeping in the one episode? Is she yeah. like sleeping against the wall? Well, no. One part about Jess that was funny is like they're always interrupting our alone time when she was making out with Rob, and it's like um, you're on the clock and you're supposed to be working, yeah. and she's like they're always they're always interrupting, and they're us. always making out in the laundry cabinet, and then the captain comes in, he's like. There's a mountain of laundry here, and none of the machines are running. Weird. What are you guys fucking on our laundry and not doing it? Because that certainly seems like how hard is it to do laundry? You don't like Easy. you don't have to watch the you laundry it as it goes. You, throw it in, you put the detergent in, you hit start. Like, why would laundry ever pile? I mean, the thing the thing that fucks egg. them up is everything's gotta be ironed. I don't that iron anything agreed. ever. But but was that dirty laundry? You don't just pull out clean no, laundry and throw it in a was, pile. That no, that was all dirty laundry. Was, yeah, so you don't exactly sheets. Have sheets. Do you, do you iron sheets? No, do I don't iron any. Sheets? I don't iron anything. Ever. Are you talking about the iron sheet? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, nobody this listens. Is a fantastic to, character. Nobody listens to this podcast. It would be <laughs> awesome if the iron sheet became a podcast or a character on Below Deck, though. But these uh, th- an these Iranian, guests in Iranian coming up from below decks and beating the shit out of people. These guests were uh, were stars again. They have their uh, their beach picnic, and the uh, the fat guy who loves wearing no clothes and his Russian <laughs> girlfriend go off to some rocks, and she's like, "Oh, no one can see us here. I'm gonna get naked." And she, she's posing, and he's taking pictures, and you can see literally like. like 10 boats just like everyone's oh, yeah. looking at them. <laughs> oh, I love this too. She's like, she's like, no, use portrait mode. That catches my labia a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> but was this not on the app version? Because I did not. Uh, maybe they this. edited it, it out. Was, it was pretty, it was pretty quick. It was pretty quick. But I mean, I she had a great ass. I'll give her that. She had a hot bod. Um, I will say this though. So Tom, though, Tom, Chef Tom's the biggest bitch in the world crying and whining like you get is like bitching in the in the uh, how dare they uh, how dare they make me make a cake oh i'm not dealing with this shit it's like number one dude look you're getting paid very well for this i have no doubt just shut the fuck up and do your job and then also i was super against it but at the same time also fuck the people that are on this boat because he cooked them like they clearly did not know what certain things cooked like Lobster that has been cooking like probably sous vide or something like that for two hours of poached. Yep. Probably delicious. The chicken was clearly cooked. As a cook for many years, the chicken they sent back was clearly cooked. It was clearly cooked. And so I'm I'm torn because he was being a dickhead, but at the same time, those people were fucking jackasses when it came to cuisine. So how did he cook the chicken though? 
So he that it was pink. Well, he was saying it was poached, which honestly, poached I hardly chicken? ever like, basically boiled. But why would you? Did I miss why? this with the chicken? I didn't see the chicken yeah. sent back. Because I was I never poached a chicken. I never poached a chicken. I've, I, you know, I know it's sous vide, is which is very a very low temperature for a long a very long time, which makes a very tender meat, right? Yeah, sous vide, you like I put can, it in a uh, you put it in a bag, and you're you're basically just yeah cooking yeah. it, not not boiling and it, but you and know. and I don't even know how he cooked the lobster. I just know he said he was like it cooked for two hours, and and if you're cooking any fish at any temperature for two hours, it's going to be cooked. This fish. You can eat fish raw, exactly. like we talked about beef raw. Yeah. You can eat like I eat fish pretty much. Yeah, raw. me too. It's, it's much better that way. Very minimally yep, cooked. Delicious. You don't cook fish yeah. very much. So chicken, they even cut it open. He's like, it's pink inside. It wasn't. It was very cooked through. It's all the same colors cooked. I don't know what he meant by poached chicken. Uh, I've never poached a chicken, but the point being. Those people were fucking imbeciles when it came to cuisine, but they still liked his cuisine, even though he was bitching and whining about it. But it's one of those things you're like, dude, you took the job. If you if you say yes to a job, shut the fuck up and do it. Like, don't bitch about it every time. It, it's you're on a boat. You knew you were going to be on a boat. Don't be a cunt about it. Just cook. I I will say this. One of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life is they're getting ready for the beach picnic. They're loading the boat up with the food. And Tom decides to put the shrimp cocktails in little dishes with these small bottoms on like a cafeteria tray to oh, take yeah, on a boat. And I mean, you got to be the biggest idiot ever to even think that's possible to work. Yep. That was fucking idiotic. Rico has nothing to say. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Was there glass involved? It was all there glass. Was. Oh, it was all glass. I, I, now we know from previous episodes you can't have glass. I will say this, because um, I don't have that many notes about this. I will say this. I enjoyed the uh, one chick was like, I don't know, they were up late. I think she was probably going to give him a head on the bow of the boat. But we just saw her on her knees, and the guy's like, She's like, boats and hoes. And he's like, that's why I love you. And then it cut away. Guaranteed boat head. Did you guys remember that? Provable. I don't. Provable blowjobs. They cut away. So clearly the ninety or uh, below deck producers listened and said, we're not going to give them provable shit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next note. I know I've said that I hate romance on those things and I am a monster inside, but I'm not a monster. Overall, what did you think about the whole crew getting involved with the whole, like the Jess thing and Rob? He bought a ticket to Bally. Oh, this is my favorite. This is my favorite Rob moment. He's like, I just wanted to get a little creative. It's like you did didn't nothing. do anything nothing creative. Did <laughs> Everything everyone else did something creative. You just were a fucking dumb. It, asshole. it was pretty impressive. Like I was, I was. The rhymes were cute. The whole staff involvement was pretty cute. Like I was like, okay, even for me, uh, a cold-hearted monster with a, a a stone inside of his chest. I was like, this is cute. This is a fun thing. They're all in their stations with the rolled-up thing. This is cute. This is cute. I almost texted you because I thought you would hate it. So I'm I'm, I'm shocked. I'm literally shocked that you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. But at the same time, Rob's also a fucking Mongo, Mongo Pongo, because uh, he's like, I got to follow my heart. Okay, cool. I mean, why not go to Bali? What's the worst that could happen to Bali? It doesn't work out and you bang some Islander, Bally? I guess. 
Bali? Bali. Bali High. You're thinking Bali of high? you're, think, you're thinking of Bally's uh, the uh, the exercise the gym? club. The gym? the gym. That's why I used to go. <laughs> Bally's. Well, Bali or the casino. Bali. But at the same time, Rob's like, I just I get to follow my heart. I hope I don't get hurt. I'm like, uh, you know each other three weeks, dipshit. Like, literally, how long is charter season? Two two yeah. charters a week. We've been watching the show. There's yeah. 12 episodes. You've known each other three weeks. Well, I'm looking forward to next week when his ex-girlfriend, who wasn't his girlfriend ever, like, a month ago, but now she's his ex-girlfriend somehow, uh, starts texting him. So, hey, Rob, you, know, uh, you haven't been getting back to me the last couple of days. You know how we sexted the <laughs> other night and you told me you love me and uh, how you, I should meet you in Bali? <laughs> I, yeah. I like how Jess is like, they tease that. She's like, she's like, I'm having heart palpitations. It's like, okay, well. Where's the Valium? Get the yeah, Valium. The <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> Hannah, 911. Oh, okay. So the second stew, do you know who she is? Because clearly she's been on season. I, re- I was, I, have no idea. I was honestly rooting against everything. I was rooting against my base instincts. I wanted Lara back. That wasn't it. There's no <laughs> chance that would happen. Lara, she got promoted. Lara <laughs> fought with Hannah. It'd be so funny if Lara came back. And we had a Pete Lara connection, and also Lara just being a cunt to bugs. That's I think that's something we're missing out of this season now. Since I actually one of my notes was there were more there were lines this episode than there were have been in like a month and a half. I think they had to. I think they needed the maybe the ratings were tanking together. I think they're like maybe people have forgotten like why we're mad at Pete. Like we don't care anymore. But Stupid. yeah, no, the but, chick that came um, back, Aisha, Aisha, I don't know. Fuck her name. I thought she was a uh, very hot chick named Anastasia that bailed out this Russian chick that was so bad at cooking. I was telling you guys, she made like, it was like uh, chicken fingers. It was basically what, what uh, Kiko would cook for Vegas night, but worse every night. It was like. Tacos from the shell with like mix and like <laughs> nachos on the. Tonight is salads, and she just gives everyone a head of. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was like cut you. <laughs> it's it's a fun concept called make your own dinner, and it's like your raw chicken. So she was so bad that this chick Anastasia, who was really hot and could cook, took over for mid charter and cooked like for two charters on tonight. But I don't know. This chick she looks kind of familiar, but I don't really remember. I can't remember. If she's hot or not or promiscuous or not so what does that to see but as i said i think there's only a couple more episodes of oh maybe it's just johnny damon is a big blowout i like how they're like he wasn't he wasn't happy with the last charter well, why did he rent this charter again then if something yeah. sucks do you go back to it probably i'm johnny maybe. damon you might remember me from charters from two years ago but i'm back to see if we can hit a home run on this boat. No, that's not how we talk. Have you heard? How many times have you heard Johnny Damon talk, dickheads? I've definitely heard him he talk. He talks with like a lisp a little bit. And I'm Johnny's Damon. Drunk all the time. So. If you remember me from two years ago, I was on. This talks boat like Bill. Bill Weld, maybe drunk on whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, people listen to this podcast. They all get the Bill Weld references. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, 
that's it. That was only an hour and 45 minutes. Well, I blame you. I blame you guys guys for it. Wrapping it up. Thank you. This is. Took no notes. Bravo and beer. Signing off. Bravi, bravi, bravi. Oi, oi, oi. Beer, beer, beer. Oh, you messed it up. It's almost time for next week's episode. Well, join us in one minute for next week's episode. Until next time. Goodbye. Who is a damn sick queen? We will die. See ya.